The Midwest Film Nerds Podcast is now available on Stitcher Radio. Download the free Stitcher Radio app from the Android and iTunes app stores to start streaming our show today. Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Willie. I'm Nick. Today we're going to be talking about film news. We're going to play a round of tagline takedown, and then we are finally going to get to a review of Scott Wall's Need for Speed. His name is so weird. Scott Wall. I just got to do the... the Scott Wall. Scott Wall from Creed, Creed Shreds. I'm used to uh, Richard Waugh, who is one of the many voice actors for Albert Wesker in the Resident Evil series. There you go. So Maybe I think they're that's, related. I hope so. I hope it's just a pseudonym, like a really bad one, you know? Dick Waugh. <laughs> Dick Waugh. DJ Dick Waugh Waugh. <laughs> Welcome uh, to the Waugh Waugh podcast. Yes. Amazing. Wallcast. Found Chicka Waugh Waugh. Wiki Wiki Waugh Waugh West. <laughs> All right. Uh, of course, you can always find us on iTunes, which you probably already have since you're listening to this, or we're also on Stitcher Radio. Please rate and review us on iTunes. We've recently gotten a lot of reviews. I might pull up a few that we can read at the end of the uh, podcast. Aww. There's some good ones. They're That'd pretty be good. Yeah. Some from basically Tom Hanks yes. and Alex one two three four five six seven eight nine, which was not me. I promise. Oh wow! Wasn't it Alex Rules one two? Yeah, Alex Rules, yeah, Alex rules. <laughs> with a Z. With a Z. With a Z. You're a fan, man. I, I know. I know. I mean, if he's, oh, maybe he's talking about a different Alex. I mean, no offense. It's uh, true. It could be Gojo. Could be talking about Gojo. Star of stage and screen. Um. But yeah, feedback, feedback at midwestfilmnerds.com. Send it all there at MFN Podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, We just put out a bonus episode discussing season one of True Detective on Saturday. Let's go check that out. The first 20 minutes are non-spoiler. The rest of it is all spoilery. We also talk about where we want season two to go. So that was... uh, I'm excited to watch it so I can listen to you guys. Yes. It should be... I think you'll enjoy it. I'm more excited to listen to you guys talk about it than I watch it, actually. (laughs) That's a shame. No, no. I mean, that's a good thing. I think (laughs) they should... It's good for us. I I think everybody should be more excited for listening to your thoughts. I, I hope they are. I know Alex Rules is. (laughs) Yes. Uh, but yeah, anyway, all that good stuff. Um... On with the show, I believe. So, right into film news here. We've got a cast for Josh Trank's The Fantastic Four. And that cast is Miles Teller as Mr. Fantastic, Jamie Bell as The Thing, Kate Mara as Sue Storm, and Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm. Um, That's, that's a pretty weird cast, guys. <laughs> it's... I would take Tim Story's cast coming back. Yes, I am. I'm. I. I think you guys will agree with me. I, I'm not one of those people that jumps like, "Oh my god, this is the worst casting ever." Like, I'm open to Jesse Eisenberg. I'm open to Ben Affleck. I feel like people are too quick, especially comic book fans, to jump on like, "Oh, this is gonna be terrible. Everything's bad. Everything's ruined." <laughs> but true. this one is hard not to feel that way. And honestly, like Kate Mara, like. First of all, they're all too young. I'm sorry, they are. I want, I want a fantastic. Uh, well, form. I mean, like the Kate Mara Jessica Alba comparison. Whether uh, you may be Jessica Alba way, was but... too young too. Okay. Yeah, Fair I mean, enough. like uh, in all honesty, I like I want. Uh, I'm not a huge Fantastic Four fan, but of all the superhero teams in both Marvel or DC, they're the they're the the, the grown ups. Yeah, they're the ones that can handle a situation and be rational and not be idiots and make a ton of bonehead mistakes. Save that for the X Men. They're allowed to do that. The yeah. most of them are teenagers. Like that's okay. Even the Avengers, there's so much infighting. Like I'm cool with them making mistakes and being dumb dumbasses. Fantastic Four, like they should be like a tight knit family that like know how to get the job done and have focus and drive. It, with the exception of maybe Johnny in certain circumstances, but like 
Miles Teller is the one that scares me the most, I yeah. think, out of the whole. And it, it's not that I don't like Miles Teller. I really like him. I thought he was great in uh, Spectacular Now. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was really funny in 21 and Over. I yeah. saw him in that, too. But Mr. Fantastic? No. He is not. I am sorry. <laughs> Smartest man in the Marvel Universe. That, that's, <laughs> that's the man that we all look up to as far as from an intelligence standpoint. Like, Miles Teller, I just don't. I, I can see him doing the cocky thing. Like, being like, hey, I know everything, but I don't think of that as, like, main Mr. Manfactus. Mr. Manfastic? Oh, my gosh. Mr. Manfastic? Mr. Manfactus is what I heard. You can hear how tired we all are by Mr. Mancactus? Um... No, I think anyway, that's I, not what I think of when I think of Mr. Fantastic. No, and I think I think the problem what what I'm already kind of the vibe I'm getting from his his being cast is that we're going to get basically Tony Stark Jr. Yeah. And I don't want that for Mr. Fantastic. No. I, first of all, I don't want Junior anything for Mr. Fantastic. He's Mr. Fantastic, <laughs> not Baby Boy Fantastic, okay? <laughs> it's just dumb. And like look, I I like all those actors. I have nothing against any of them, but it's stupid. It is. It's Mick, like, what do you think about the casting of Mr. Fantastus? Fantactus? <laughs> but Jamie uh, Bell, like, oh, sell yeah. me on Jamie Bell for the thing. What what does Jamie Bell bring to Ben Grimm? Uh, <laughs> Nothing. Nick is just shaking his head in silence. And what's funny is it's, most it's of like the, funny or die casting. It is. <laughs> most of the most of like the, the fans are like so up in arms about Michael B. Jordan and he's the one I am least concerned about. <laughs> yeah. He is he was the one where I was like, you know what? Yep, I'm cool with it. For some reason, everybody's so damn hung up on that. Have you guys thought about the fact that Miles Teller is playing Mr. Fantastic? <laughs> I want you to sit down and think about this. Well, this, is what, this, is what, this is what really distinguishes actual <laughs> comic fans from just retards. Yeah, because look, there's a knee jerk. There's a knee jerk. Sorry, reaction. no offense, but you have a mental deficiency if that's your primary issue with this movie. He black. Yeah, it's dumb. There's there's a knee jerk reaction okay. that's going to happen. Like, and and I'm like, when it comes to the to switching races for roles that have been like iconically known as you know Johnny Storm's a white kid. Okay, fine. Like that doesn't bother me. There, there are certain ones like I'd be. I'd be shocked if we had gotten the Will Smith as Captain America thing because it just seems like so strange yeah. for the time period and stuff. It wouldn't really make sense like yeah. historically, but although Plus, no one wants to see that. Let's well, be honest. Who Smith. wants to see Will Smith as Captain? I mean, America. it's garbage. <laughs> That's so gooby. Uh, yeah, it's it's not good. <laughs> now, Chiwetel Ejiofor as Captain America. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Black Panther. Yes. No, it's it's regardless. That's like casting casting a, a black. Captain America would be like casting a Michael Fassbender as, as T'Challa. Yeah. It makes no sense. No. So, I don't know. But it's, if For me, it's purely an age, and I guess I'm, I'm typecasting them a little bit in my mind. I can't say I'm too well-versed in the filmographies of Miles Teller or Kate Mara. But Miles Teller hasn't made any actual career leaps to make you think any different, so why should you? No, <laughs> I've seen... I mean, Michael B. Jordan I'm fine with. Jimmy Bell I like, but no, not at all. He's like... He's Spider-Man material, if anything. So is Miles Teller, if anything. I mean, like, I'm just saying, like... like why Miles are we... Teller is like young how, Tony Stark, exactly. Yeah. No, it's it's a joke. It's a joke. Like, it's it's ridiculous. And now I, I'm hearing I, about female Doctor Doom. Has anybody heard that rumor? Yeah. Well, oh, they said God. they were. Oh, they were open to it. I'm like, your script must be really solid if you're open to Doctor Doom being. We could just make it a woman. Like this is this is like this is like Kirby enthusiasm level silly. Like this is no. This is like the stu- the movie studio as portrayed in Arrested Development. Old man in the sea. Yeah, we'll change it to young guy in the in the ocean. Yeah, we'll fast track this one. It sounds great. Like this is this is the Hollywood machine at its just absolute mouth-breathing Lois form. It's it's Fox absolutely just dragging their ass through the dirt. It's so bad. 
It's such. A I joke. mean, if this is all just a ploy for them hanging on to the rights while they actually figure out what they want to do, which I feel like that's what they've been doing for the past decade, longer. Yeah. There's a documentary coming about a, a, about Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. Well, yeah, Four. it's yeah. true. This property is doomed to just be hot doomed. <laughs> that's what the documentary is called. Also, um, I really want to see it. It looks amazing. Yeah, it's going to be better than this movie. This property is just cursed to forever yeah. be. One day we'll make money from this. You know, <laughs> in the meantime, let's put out a dumb one just to keep it. Like it's, <laughs> it's unreal, and the potential is so, so great. Yeah. Like if they if they just cast people in like their late thirties and just took a bunch of Jonathan Hickman's material and made it. Oh, totally. Or if they made it a period movie and took some of the early Stan Lee, Jack Kirby like adventures and. You just have to have grown-ups. It's about grown-ups. Yeah, it's 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 silly. And it's I think one of the saddest things is that the deal with Marvel and, and Fox wasn't able to be worked out to get some of those Fantastic Four characters back over in-house. It's in, too in exchange bad, too, because with Devil. them would come Surfer, Galactus. Galactus, Annihilus. Some uh, baller, yeah, some baller been, stuff. Would have so. been really nice. But, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I... Once again, I could see I could see the first trailer and go, "Oh my god, this looks amazing!" Miles Teller is just bringing it. Like I believe him as a responsible young adult, uh, but I don't think so. No. so. All right, next up uh, at the request of the Van Damsel himself, Tim Long, Colin Trevorrow's Jurassic World. I'm sorry, Colin Trevorrow's Jurassic World will feature B.D. Wong reprising his role as Dr. Henry Wu from the original Jurassic Park film. It's not your fault. Trevor Rose is stupid last night. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know what I... um, um, So, yeah. Henry Wu had maybe five minutes of screen time. Was Didn't he pop up in three? No, he did not. Oh. I think he's mentioned in the third one. Well, he's it's weird because... Uh, I mean, he's not in the first movie a ton, but he's a big part of the book. Yeah. Like, he's a very important part of the book. And, and like, I mean, I, I really like the character in the book, and I like B.D. Wong. So, I mean, I'm down. I think it's... I think it's cooler to do something more subtle like this with a smaller character bringing him back than to be like alan grant's back at it again kids like i mean i love alan grant and i love that that you know i love sam neill but I, I, how many times can i believe that he fell on dinosaur island you know like i don't know so it's cool it's neat yeah it's, it's really neat yeah. i i approve it's of, an interesting way to to draw roots back to the original yeah it, it'll be cool to see how his character plays into it too because he was kind of the head he seemed like the head scientist in the first film of of InGen, and it would be neat to see if maybe what what he's been doing since InGen fell apart, and you know, yeah, they botched the attempt to bring a T Rex back to like this, the the mainland, yeah. So I can't wait for the Doctor Ian Malcolm after credits stinger. If that happens, I'll be very happy. Yeah, I'd be very excited. I, I, I'm really excited that... It, who, else, who else is involved? I mean, Chris Pratt is in it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, we got... Um, There's some other Olsen? good, solid actors, I think, too. No, but who's the girl? I forget. It's, it's got a solid cast. Um, Josh Brolin, Bryce Dallas Howard. Henry Winkler. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yep. Those are made up. <laughs> Henry Winkler, If Henry Winkler's in this movie, and he rides a dinosaur... It'll be the best. Yeah, I don't know if we have a whole lot that's been confirmed okay. other than B.D. Wong and Chris Pratt for sure, and then Bryce Dallas Howard as well. But. Yeah, I mean, it's it's shaping up to be interesting. And I, I, I like the fact that the title is Jurassic World. It really opens up my mind to what does that mean? Like, what are we talking about here? Is this like they have a fully functional the, – the dream has been realized. We have a fully functional theme park now called Jurassic World, or is it – 
the dinosaurs are have run amok and they're everywhere and blah. blah. Like, like I'm curious to either see. Either way, I'm down. I'm down for either one, but that's I love. I hope they almost keep. I hope they keep things kind of like the, how the marketing's been for Godzilla or for um, Donald the Planet of the Apes, where everything's very you don't know a ton about what's going on. Yeah, you know, you get snippets. I, I would prefer them to do that, but I'm, they probably won't. But it'll probably be like, look at dinosaurs. <laughs> but I'm done. We'll see. I'm excited. BD Wong, baller. All right, next up, we've got Captain America 3 will go head-to-head with Batman vs. Superman on May 6, 2016. So obviously these are both pretty far away from right now, but from what we know... Um, Only two years. What, what, what happened is, is uh, Batman vs. Superman got pushed back. They said they were going to go for May 6, 2016, and then, uh, which, which is a Marvel... Uh, Marvel had earmarked that for one of their releases in 2016, probably a year, half a year ago, six months ago, something something like that. that. So um, we just got confirmation that it would be Captain America 3. I I, I was talking to you guys on our text thread about how clearly they're going to need to put something up there that they think can take on Batman and Superman and probably wouldn't be Doctor Strange, even though that feels like that's the one in the chamber at the moment. But Cap 3 has also gotten some recent movement, especially with the crazy praise that 2 is getting and the mm. announcement that the Russos are going to be back. So what, what do you guys think? Do you think... So close. I know. I Can I just... Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I Willie's uh, wearing a Captain America shirt as we speak. Yeah. And I think I have a keychain in my pocket. Yeah. It's, it's good. I'm really <laughs> excited. I think I'm just going to add a piece of Captain America clothing every day until release. <laughs> You're not going to be able to recognize me. <laughs> if you see me on the street, you won't know it's me. Well, no, you will know it's There's me. There's a kid with nine t-shirts on. Yeah, what's wrong with him? <laughs> Is he okay? Um, no, I think it's it's funny. I just... I One of them's going to move, and that's that's it's going to happen. It's stupid for one of them not to move. Like, I want one of them to move because all it's going to do is hurt the, hurt both of them, and I don't want that to happen. I really don't. That's a fair point. Um, I love the idea of, of friendly competition between the two, but this is not friendly competition. This is just... Boneheaded. It's boneheaded. And one of them's going to back down. But I, I hope... I really want to see a response from DC from, like, all the... Uh, the Captain America actors being trolls. Like, it's funny. Like, Anthony Mackie just being hilarious about it to me is really funny. He's like, I ought to be Ben Affleck at the box office. What? He's like, I don't know what he's talking about. Like, he was really funny. He's like, he's like, oh, what? she's like, what do you think about, you know, Batman versus Superman going up against them in Cat 3? And he's like, it's done. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, he's so good. But, and then Sebastian Stan saying something like, if you want to know about Marvel versus DC, look at the track record. Green Lantern. And then, like, that's all he said. And I'm like, oh, that's mean. Like, I just... So I kind of want to see, like, Ben Affleck come out and be a dick about it, you know? (laughs) I want to see a battle of words, a war of words, settled on, like, Jimmy Kimmel or something. Like, just for for laughs. Where Affleck has home and field advantage. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Any, any, Any thoughts, Nick? Do you... I can say at this point, I'm looking forward more to Batman Superman. Because this is fresh. Like... It's something that I thought these would... beats are fresh. I thought these beats are so fresh. <laughs> uh, it's something I th- I would have never thought would exist. Yeah. So uh, right now, my, my curiosity factor is much more into that than seeing the third Captain America movie. Unless they release some dope news about Cap 3. Like, they, go, know, full, could, they go full Zemo or something. That could change a couple of weeks from That's now. True. Who knows? That's true. It absolutely <laughs> could. As of right now, I'm and this is purely based on curiosity. Like I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing the first Batman Superman mm-hmm. stills, and I mean, I'm just like so intrigued by it. And there's so much, there's so much down the pipeline that we're going to be discovering about that movie that it's, it's a very exciting prospect. I mean, it's, it's the, it's the two biggest superhero 
arguably the two biggest superheroes of all time. And I, I want it to be big too because you know. I mean they're filming the whole damn thing here. I mean that's exciting yeah. for, mm-hmm. for Detroit. So I, if it was a huge success and then they wanted to film the sequel here, et cetera, that'd be really exciting. Mm-hmm. So you know, it feels like I'm kind of rooting for it also because it's, right. it's here. I want them both to do well because I I think I've said oh, this yeah. before. I, I mean, I would love both studios to flourish. We like, need competition like yeah. that breeds excellence. So all it can do is I mean if if Batman versus Superman comes out and it's everything everybody is hoping it would be, then. All that's going to do is cause Marvel to have to raise their game and, and meet that. Or I know. honestly want them to team up and rip Fox in half. <laughs> a la, tear your wife in half? Yeah. <laughs> like Sean Bean in Black Death. Just rip him right, just right down the middle. Right in half. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> just tear him right in half. Yes. Tie two horses to him and just yep. let him go. I yeah. want Fox to that implode. Happens. We were talking the other day about this, and it was basically, yeah, I would probably... Going off of what I know now, I would probably see Cap three at eight o'clock, and then go see Batman vs Superman at midnight that Thursday. Because mm, that would I'd, be fun. I would I would see both of them pretty much immediately. Yeah. But now, if it were Doctor Strange versus Batman and Superman, <laughs> oh boy, you'd have a hard time with <laughs> oh that. Oh boy, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Doctor Strange. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it, it would depend on who they if they if they score Mads Mikkelsen, then oh my god, it's game over. <laughs> oh my god, what if Mads is just playing Baron Mordo? Is that good enough? I want to see him play a good guy. Mm. I agree. He tends to he's, play. He's kind, kind of, of a career bad guy. Even so. when he plays the occasional good guy, he's usually some sort of roguish, he's a brooding, little sketchy. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, that is not his role. Not King Arthur is the best. Oh. Oh, he's so good. He's like the best part of that movie. He is. Oh yeah. Can we just gush for a second about that? Oh. That whole cast is amazing. It's incredible. It's actually a pretty solid flick too. It's not bad. Yeah. Isn't that one that your dad randomly loves? He or does loves, he hate it? No, he loves he loves that movie, but he hates Clive Owen. Oh yeah. So like like he's really into all the action scenes, and as soon as Clive Owen shows up, which is frequently, he's like, <laughs> he's like, what a dork. Does he hate Clive Owen in general, or just as King Arthur? No, just as King. He's like, he's like he's, he look at him. He like you can't you can't get any emotion out of him, which is. That's fair. Sort of true in that movie. He's kind of wooden. Clive Owen's like the better Ryan Gosling. He yes. can be kind of wooden, but he, but not nearly as bad. Yeah, but he eats a cereal, so yeah, yeah. And and part of it, part of it has to do with a lot of the characters he plays. Like his character in Children of Men. That that's not a happy go lucky guy. No, at all. no. And, and and to be fair, I think a and lot he's of that... played he's played funner, sillier roles. Too. Sure, shoot him up. <laughs> There's a classic. Oh yeah, watch that right now. In any event, right now. Both of these movies, Batman vs. Superman and Captain America 3, could move at any moment. We've heard rumors of both, so <laughs> it'll be an interesting game of chicken to watch. As you said, they're both going to move. Uh, yeah. Michael Bay's going to take that slot. <laughs> yeah, Transformers 5. Boom. Transformers no, 5. Brian Singer's going to show up with another X-Men movie yeah. or something. He's going to be like, X-Men Apocalypse, X-Men we're moving Mojo it up. X-Men yeah. World. Oh my god, would I see that. <laughs> I love the Mojoverse. <laughs> All right. Final news story, um, <laughs> 70, 70 millimeter IMAX projectors are apparently disappearing. There are two of them in uh, California as we speak, and one of them is going away very soon. The next one's out within the next year or two. Supposedly being replaced by 4K laser projection of some kind, which is being touted as the best kind of projection to date. Mm. Is For- the one we have here 70 at yes. the Ford? yes. Are all of the IMAX film projectors 70 or no? Um, the true IMAX ones are. The yeah. legitimate and the not. Okay, okay. So Any any Limaxes, I think, are technically a digital Limax projection. Okay. Digital IMAX projection. I think there's one good thing to come out of this, and it's that 
I, I know um, I've talked with Gojo before about the fact that digital offers more. F- there's more films that they can get at an IMAX with digital projection because a lot of them. Yeah, from an economic standpoint, it makes sense. It makes so a lot of get sense. More movies and, and more you can variety. Also, you don't have to be as concerned about the length of movies. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to build a new platter to watch The Dark Knight. Rises. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that's. I mean. It's kind of sad because it's it's another step towards like the end of an era kind of thing I think, but it's it's not the type of thing anybody's going to notice. It, yeah. it it won't be. Yeah. So the digital might actually be better too. It could be. I mean, I, I'm very interested. Blowing something up that big is you need some pretty sick resolution. I'm yeah. I mean, not that film isn't high resolution. The um, yeah, I I would be interested in seeing if they could somehow rig up both projectors at once and just doing a side by side. Even though that would never ever happen in a million years, but I would like to. I see. I mean, there's there's uh, something to be said still for film versus digital. Yeah, in terms of projection, probably not as much side by side too. Well, what, when you get, uh, that, the interesting no. thing is, is that maybe the yes, that'd be amazing, Willie. Sorry, okay. but the uh, side by side was really good. The the idea, if they're going to replace actual, you know, f- how many stories tall is it? Five, six stories tall IMAX six, projectors. If those are like those, probably need to be replaced by at least a 4K projector in order to not be looking at something that has some sort of digital artifacting or anything in it. <clears throat> so I, you know, I, it it's sad. I think film projection is, you know. I, think I mean, I don't know if 4K is even going to be high enough resolution to project on something that large. Because I, I believe film is still rated somewhere around 8 or 9K. <clears throat> we'll have to see. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Because, you know, if if we see an, an immediate image hit to projecting 4K as opposed to film projection, that's not, it's not good. I don't think anybody else will care that much. They might be like, oh, that new projector is kind of weird, but... It's only going to be people like me that are like, yeah, this sucks. Mm. Yeah. I guess to experiment, we could go to a 4K, a current 4K projector, like over, over there and just sit really close and see how, how well it holds its resolution. Even though it's Yeah, but some of the, some of the, some of the, like the people touting 4K, (laughs) like, you know, uh, like they say Sony 4K projection, blah, blah, blah. Most of the movies get delivered in 2K still. Hmm. But (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, I suppose if if 2K looks okay on a, on a regular theater, on a regular theater, then maybe 4K on a on yeah, an IMAX one will true. be serviceable. So but, basically, if we go right now and see like Need for Speed, for example, if that was a 4K projector, it would most likely be a 2K. There's print. a chance that it's a 2K. Yeah, ah, I didn't know that. Yeah, can I still watch movies? <laughs> no, no, I feel like I'm going to no be movies. paying attention all the time. Yeah, I mean, it, I think that it's annoying something... customer. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> is this a two K? Is print? this actually four K? Because <laughs> if not, refund half my ticket. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If it's half the K, <laughs> it should be half the price. All right, I think we're going to move ahead into tagline takedown. So, Willie, ready your uh, your taglines? As I said before, this is a game that they used to play on the Totally Red Show, where we take a movie tagline from a poster and uh, we try to guess at what movie it is. And, How do we uh, do this? Do we go in a circle? Yeah, we're going to go in a circle. I think we've all got about five. If we have any doubles, then if you feel like looking one up on the spot, you can. If not, then, you know, whatever. Whoever gets to it first gets to it first. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, Willie, you're you're first up. All right. Oh, and the only clue you can get, did you mention that? Oh, it, well, the, your second clue is basically what year. So if we can't get it in a little while, then you give us that extra clue. If you request. If you want to feed us more, then that's fine. But, you know, okay. it's just kind of that's the main. Give us a little time with just the tagline, then give us a little time with just the year. Sweet. And then go from there. All right? Okay. My first one. It's your floor. The night he came home. Hmm. How many guesses do we get until someone gets it? Yep. Just go, man. <clears throat> it's more fun to hear ridiculous guesses than it is to hear nothing, <laughs> you know? The good son? Nope. But uh, I, I like where you're at. Friday the 13th, part four. I like where your head's at. <laughs> not You're not quite on the on the nose here. Uh, is, it a, is it from a poster? It is on a poster. Yeah. It is indeed. One of my all-time favorite posters. <laughs> the Santa Claus. Um, not quite, no. No. You said the night he came home? The night he came home. Yes. Indeed. We've got, it's interesting, we've got a couple a couple things going on here. Yeah. We've got this Friday the 13th route that you're going on. We've got this this holiday route that you're going There's on with the Santa Claus. Joke. Friday the 13th yeah. movies. Uh, <laughs> Halloween. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, point Nick, Nick. got it. Nick got the point. All right, Nick. Skadoosh. Skadoosh. Your first. Let's start off with something a little easier. Ooh, All which right. One? You are who you eat. Soylent Green. Ravenous. Bingo. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in myself. Like I said, a little, a little easier. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> My first one is losing all hope is freedom. Losing all hope is freedom. Uh, hmm. Seven Pounds? It's a really depressing movie. Nope. Never seen that one. <laughs> it's really good, though. You should see it. I would like to. Um, what do you, you tend to pick movies you've seen, Alex? Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I focused on this time. Movies that we've seen, too, probably. Yeah, well, I, I, want, I want to pick movies that we've all seen, but sure. also things that, you know. Okay. What, can you give that to us again? Losing All Hope is Freedom. Losing All Hope is Freedom. All is Lost? Nope. It's <laughs> a good one. Good that's guess. Good guess. Um, losing All Hope is Freedom. Twelve years of slave. The answers on there. No, that's not it. Hmm. Losing all hope is freedom. It's pretty depressing sounding. It, Fight Club. I guess Fight Club. That last is correct. Time. Is oh, it? Wow. Yes. Oh wow. That is correct. I, that really was a shot it. in the dark there. We haven't needed any years yet. Nice. All right, uh, Willie, you're next. Number two. All right. Somewhere in the universe, there must be something better than man. Ooh. Prometheus. It's a good guess. Enemy mine. No, ooh, I love where your head's at, <laughs> sir. No, not, but awesome. Somewhere in the universe, there must be something better than man. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Talk it out. Let's talk it out. <laughs> what kind of film do you think this is e. going to be? I like the guess. No, I mean, I, I feel like there's got to be Close Encounters. Involved. Another good guess. We're on. We're we're on the right track it's here. Name every sci- <laughs> every sci-fi. Starman. Film. Nope, not Starman. Ooh, I was going for the Carpenter too. For <laughs> Starman's really good. The Thing. Nope. <laughs> that would be sad. <laughs> J.K. <laughs> uh, hmm. I'm realizing how bad I am at this game. <laughs> no, you, know, you weren't. Playing. You weren't really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last time you played, it was me giving you uh, the wrong movie too. <laughs> yeah. It was Kickboxer, not Bloodsport. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, from the corrections department. Yes. Yeah. By the way, yeah, if you listen to the last time we played this, I apologize to all Van Damsels. <laughs> Van Dames. One more time, Willie. Uh, somewhere in the universe, there must be something better than man. My favorite Martian. Wow. No. <laughs> man? Nope. Mm. Mac and me? Nope. <laughs> All right, you guys want a year? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, 1968. Ooh. A little older than you guys thought, huh? Yes. Day the Earth Stood Still. Nope. Invasion of the Body Snatchers? <laughs> nope. 68. Planet of the Apes was uh, like 72, wasn't it? Or is that it? Planet of the Apes? It is Planet ah. of the Apes! Yay! Nice. Well Two, done. one, one? Yeah. Okay. Nick, your second tagline. <clears throat> Believe it or not, he's the good guy. Believe it or not, he's the good guy. <laughs> Me, myself, and Irene? <laughs> no. Uh, um, I'll go Punisher? ahead and get the year on deck. The Punisher? Nope. <laughs> um, you're, you're, you're warmer there. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, is it Batman? The first Batman? The, like the, the Keaton? No. Okay. Um, no, nah, you're not going to pick Kick-Ass. <laughs> no. You're not going to waste a pick on that. <laughs> um, believe it or not, he's the good guy. Uh, the Mask? No. Oh, all Interesting right. guy. You're in, you're in the right wheelhouse. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> um, with, with the last few guesses. Man, it's yeah, it's it's some sort of it's not Hancock, is it? Mm-mm. Okay. Again, you're <laughs> right in the right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good about where I'm at here. You're in the right continent. Um, it's not Daredevil. Mm-mm. No. That's because um, he's blind. <laughs> <laughs> blind people can't be good. You stupid. God. This is a tricky. This is a tricky one. Believe it or not, he's the good guy. Breaking. Bad. Howard the Duck. <laughs> um, man, it's got to be some sort of uh, superhero-esque film about a hero. Mystery Men. See, that's what I thought. But I'm like, but they it would be they're the good, yeah. they're the good guys. Yeah, I would hope. Unless it was just the Mister. Fe- yeah, yeah, yeah. This is um, not a character poster. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you for clearing that up. Um, <clears throat> okay, believe it or not, he's the good guy. This is interesting. I think we need a year. Yeah, give us a year. Just for... 2008. 2008. You're oh, sure it's man. not Hancock? No, I'm just I am pretty <laughs> You're sure. positive it's not Hancock. Oh, Hellboy. Two. The Golden Army. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, well done. Three, one, one. All right. Hellboy 2. The Golden Army. Hellboy. Yes. Correct. Two. Well the Golden done. Army. Well done. Um, all right. This one's this one's a little... Got to think of a little... Shalala. <laughs> You got it. The deeper you go, the weirder life gets. The deeper you go, the weirder life gets. Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. What? Is that right? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so How? What? I don't know. Deep in the ocean. <laughs> it's a weird movie. <laughs> That's a weird tagline. It is a strange movie. tagline. All right, Willie. All right. Willie we've won. Done, we've done six, so four, one, one. No. Yeah, four, one, one. Yeah. Okay. All right, Willie. All right. <laughs> that was way faster than I thought. Yeah, me be. too. I don't know what happened. I'm like a savant. That is a, that is a very weird... It's weird when you look up taglines, you're like, oh, this is a really 90s tagline. Mm-hmm. Like, some of them are very dated. Taglines in general are kind of goofy, but... Uh, lost in our world, found in another. Ooh, I know this one. Lost in our world. Avatar. 
That's a really good guess. <laughs> I keep saying really good guess. Really, that's, that's a good tagline for Avatar. Lost in our world, found in another. The thing? No. It's one of the no. matrices. No, not one of them. <laughs> okay. That's a good one, though. That yeah, it is. I that like is a that. good guess. John Carter. Nailed it. Ooh, Ooh nice, nice. Damn. <laughs> Damn. All right, so four, right. two, one. All right, Nick. Okay, we're ramping up the difficulty here. I have one that's so easy, I just can't bear to do it. It'd be a, it'd be a giveaway. <laughs> um, ruthless, savage, spectacular. Ooh. You Ruthless, like? savage, sexy beast. No, I don't know. It's Dog good. soldiers. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> I do love dogs. Ruthless, <laughs> savage, spectacular. Uh, there will be blood. I feel like it's got a little bit more of a beat 'em up quality to it. Yeah, maybe. Lots of, lots of action um, fighting. I don't know. I feel like it could be about a character. It feels to me. It feels more about a char- like a character, like the title of the movie would be a character's name or a person's name. Is it Street Fighter. <laughs> Which, one? <laughs> Which one? The Legend, the of, Legend of Chun Li. No, <laughs> it is not. The Legend of Chris Klein's amazing performance. <laughs> um, am I on the right page? You're. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty insightful okay. statement you just made. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, hmm. Whoa! Spectacular! Oh man! Ruthless, savage, spectacular! spectacular. Um, are Chanel we, number four. Are we talking? Uh, is it the Wolverine? No. <laughs> um. Uh, ruthless, savage, spectacular. The Incredible Hulk. Mm. Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes. That got weird. No. Uh, ruthless, savage, spectacular. Um, man. Ruthless, savage, spectacular. Liza. <laughs> Can we get a year? 1981. 81. Wow. 81. Interesting. My probability of knowing this just dropped Dropped significantly. significantly. Um, no. Hmm. You've seen it. I know you have. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like I know this one too. I know both of you have. I know you've both seen it. Interesting. Ruthless Savage Spectacular. The hell is this? Jaws? Eighty-one. Is it about sharks? She was the first. So dumb. So dumb. (laughs) Oh god. Savage spectacular. Come on, Willie. Eighty-one. Goodfellas? Uh Uh-uh. Alright. No, that's later, isn't it? Yeah. Man. Scarface? Mm-hmm. Ooh, good that, guess, though. I mean, no. I mean, not not remotely related to this movie, but <clears throat> it, it, that totally sounds like it could fit. Yeah. Because he's all three of those things. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to tap out. I'm going to do it. It's very... Uh, I'm going to tap out. It's very... I won't say anymore. Because if you guys don't guess it, I get the point, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to tap out. Well, yeah. I don't know what it is. What you sure? Your, what, what, what's your clue? Just in case, like, you'll still get I the I can point. give a clue, too? Well, yeah, like, what were you just going to say? Um, I was going to say Try. that the, the tagline is very 
it's it's a it's a spectacle. Like there's a lot of spectacle involved. But like Willie, that's why like the Scarface was a good guess because the Scarface. The Scarface. I have no idea. Yeah. Both tap. Let's go for yeah. it. It is Mad Max Two: The Road uh, Warrior. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. I like that. All right. That's kind of a cool right. tagline for that. <clears throat> so, yeah. So four, three, one. Yep. All right. Uh, that's Willie's at four. Nick's at three. I'm at one. Um, I feel like this one's easy. I felt like the last one was hard, so that wasn't true. What if we totally get stumped? <laughs> I hope so. Hell wants him. Heaven won't Constantine. take him. Yep. I instantly knew it too, but you started saying it first. I'm like, I'm not going to bother trying to. <laughs> what an Alex pick. Uh, Goodness. Okay. Really? You're up. They only met once, but it changed their lives forever. Hmm. Serendipity. No. <laughs> That's not true, because they get like, married. Don't they like sunrise? Sunrise? each other? Or no. One of those. Hmm. One more time. Jaws. They only met once, but it changed their lives forever. Must love Jaws. Must love Jaws. <clears throat> Magnolia? Nope. E.T.? Nope. You're getting closer to the time period, though. The Thing? Certainly. Nope. <laughs> you just keep saying The Thing for everything. <laughs> Even though I know that that's, man is the warmest place to, to hide. That's such a good tagline. It is. Good guy. Starman? No. <laughs> That's yours? That's your go-to, Starman? I said E.T. twice. No, it, it sounds like it would fit Starman. Yeah. yeah. Um, they only met once, but it changed their lives forever. Cocoon? Nope. That's amazing, but... <laughs> I love that movie. Isn't there a Cocoon 2 electric boogaloo? I believe so. Yeah. Rain of Fire? Ooh, <laughs> Dragon and McConaughey? That was a joke. <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I want to say that I'll, I'll give you another hint. You guys are thinking in terms of like romantic. They only met once, not a group of people, perhaps that met. Reservoir Dogs. Nope. Usual Suspects. Nope. <laughs> that was wow. You're just like boom, Glenn boom. Gary Glenn Ross. Nope. The Breakfast Club. Ah, oh, there it is. The Five. Breakfast Club. Damn. The Breakfast Club. All right, four, three, two. There it is. All right, Nick. No, it's next. four, four, two. Oh, yeah. Okay. Four four two, so oh. I have like no. This no is chance. this is the fourth one. Uh, yeah, maybe. Mm. We've done. I've got one more in me. Here. Okay, yeah. Oops, okay. and I'd like to use it if I get a chance. Back together for the first time again. Back together for the first time again. Um, spinal tap. <laughs> um, That's a good guess. Back together for the first time again. That's a way better guess than you think it is. What, Spinal Tap? Yeah. Is it, um... Hmm, a mighty wind. That is correct. Booyah. Nice. Well (laughs) done, man. You you, you doubted yourself through your comeback there, but you're... That's one of my favorite taglines of all time. The first time I saw it, I laughed (laughs) so hard. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Four, four, three. All right, this one's a little dumb. Pretty certain. I think both of you have seen it. Yeah. I'm not sure. We'll give it a shot. All right. Lie, cheat, steal, rinse, repeat. Lie, cheat, steal, rinse, repeat. Thank you for smoking? Nope. Um, Good guess. Liar, liar? No. <laughs> Lie, cheat, steal, rinse, repeat. Lie, cheat, steal, rinse, repeat. Flight Club? <laughs> that Flight is club. correct. No. Um, <clears throat> uh, 
the perfect score. No. That'd be sweet, though, if I just picked the five taglines of a movie. Matchstick <laughs> Man. That is correct. Nice. Well done. Have you seen it? No. No? <laughs> Good job. That's that's one of my... One you said of, a comedist like moment. Quite a bit. <laughs> Sam Rockwell. No, like, right. One of the few Nick Cage movies that I would like... See, that you can tolerate. ...avidly seek out. It's because Ridley elevates even that's Nick true. Cage. Yeah. True. And Sam and Rockwell. And Sam Rockwell also elevates... Yep. Um, okay, right. my last one. Willie's final. The thing that don't... <laughs> I can't even say Is it. Is it the thing? No. The thing that won't Pain. die in the nightmare that won't end. Are you sure it's not the thing? <laughs> Is it, uh... Friday the 13th Part 5? No. Friday the 13th Part 6. It's no Friday the 13th. Uh... Yeah, yo, dead? No. Yo, yo, I'm just gonna stop you right there. Hmm. Kanye? Was that a hint? <laughs> no, no, he, oh. just, he was going on with Friday the 13th, so my joke came late. I just apologize for that. The thing that won't die in the nightmare that won't end. It's an odd one. I mean, it's, it is, but it isn't. Zombie? No, I like that, though. Shark versus zombie. Ooh, God. Lake Placid? Nope. I like that movie, too. I feel like in the same way that Tim last time was giving me movies to look up on Netflix, Nick is doing this for me today when he's just the stuff he's naming, like, oh, like, Blast it, I want to watch you that just again. just want to go home watch Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I leave in the middle of our Need for Speed review, uh, fair <laughs> listeners, it's because I'm watching Lake Placid upstairs. The Fly? Nope. Mm. I can give you a year, just in, in, in interest of time here. Sure. 1984. Probably doesn't help a ton. <laughs> The Exorcist. Nope. God, I thought for sure that was it. Give me, give me, give me the line one more time. The thing that won't die in the nightmare that won't end. You say in the nightmare? In the nightmare that won't end. Yes. Which is really odd. Labyrinth. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking about Bowie's package, (laughs) the thing that won't die. (laughs) Um, I will tell you this: it is not. Though it has some horror elements, it is not traditionally defined as a horror film by mm. any means. It's not like, oh, it's a horror film. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Mm-mm-mm. Wall Street. <laughs> Money never dies. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, the Omen? Nope. No, no, that's way too old. Yeah, that's that's definitely a horror. Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing, no. I need to watch that, too. Thanks, there you Nick. Go. There you go. Adrian Barbeau, looking good. There you go. Get, get it, it, girl. Get it, get it. Get it, Carpenter Wife Prime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I think she's second. Terminator. Boom. Nice. Oh, nailed it. Right. I'm so ashamed of myself for not immediately Willie, Willie still has the opportunity to, 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 to tie, to it, tie up it up here, at the but... very least. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So Willie's uh, at four. Am I at six now? at six and I am at three. I'm at four? Yes. Or... No, I'm at five. You're right? At... I think I'm... Am I one behind Nick or two? No, I think you're two. Mm-hmm. Am I? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just got two in a row. Okay. All right. So I can do this. I don't want to lose my crown from last time. <laughs> just tie it. I've got a, I've got a few options here. I'm I'm, I'm weighing okay. how I want to play my cards. Play your tag. Uh, you guys ready? Yes. yes. You're welcome. Uh, that Guardians would be Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Ooh, 
Do we need a tiebreaker? That was tough. We, I think we, we said at the same time. Yeah, you should do another one. <laughs> I almost did that one last time. You too? Yeah. It's yeah, a good tagline. It's, it's a, make, a classy tagline. It's, it's pretty beautiful. You're welcome. It works on so many different levels, too. I at least want to finish out the... The circle. Yes. Yes. But... You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll hurl. Hmm. I know this. I know I know this. <laughs> Is it Dumb and Dumber? Uh-uh. <sighs> so excited for Dumb and Dumber, too. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll, you'll hurl. Wayne's World? Yes. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. All right. Six, five, four. Six, five, yes. three. Willie's, six, five, Willie's at five. Nick is at six. And I'm at three. Okay, right, three. final. My final Let this here. Be our final battle. <laughs> My final here. Speed needs no translation. Speed? No. <laughs> Fast and the Furious? No. Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift? Yes. Damn. <clears throat> We're not taking turns. You just We just blurt them out. No, yeah, we just, right. yeah. we're just blurting. All right. All right. Well, good game tied up between Nick and and Willie. Uh, I I wanted to. I, I almost picked a Need for Speed tagline. Nice <laughs> to lead back into the game again. But I I wanted to I wanted to pick another racing movie to make you think that it could have been Need for Speed. But clearly, I didn't do a good job. Good that tie, sir. So clever. Good tie. Anyway, um, Alex had that comeback in the middle there. It was nice. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, let, we're going to take a quick break, then we'll be right back with our review of uh, Need for Speed. Let's go walk. All right, here we are with a review of Scott Waugh's Need for Speed, starring Aaron Paul, Scott Mascuti, uh, Imogen Poots, and uh, Dominic Cooper. With the uh, synopsis. Uh, and Michael Keaton. And, well, yes, most important. And Michael Keaton. Um, IMDb Featuring. synopsis says, Fresh from prison, a street racer who was framed by a wealthy business associate joins a cross-country race with revenge in mind. His ex-partner, learning of the plan, places a massive bounty on his head as the race begins. Yeah, not a very good synopsis. No, this is a really. Uh, this, you know what? The synopsis matches about how well the plot of the movie comes across. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Are any of us big Need for Speed fans? Like the games? Yeah. No. I used no. to play Need for Speed too, constantly. <laughs> yeah. And it was so much fun. I feel like at one point in time, like everybody played, like if you own a PlayStation, you probably played some Need for Speed. No. Or a computer. I had it for computer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't big into Need for Speed. Does anybody know, does this have anything to do with the games beyond being car-oriented? No. I think there's little nods here and there to I think like Hot Pursuit and that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, but he's not like the the characters aren't no, no, taken no. from the no okay. no okay. no. Even okay. like I know that one of the games has like full motion video like people in it, and that has nothing to do with this. And no, okay. Need for Speed: The Run was kind of a cross country sort of thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, but it's, it's that was the I, one I wanted to play. I never did. I heard it was largely trash. Yeah. But anyway, well, right. there you go. Midwest film nerds. <laughs> uh, so Willie, what do you think of Need for Speed? Um, it's it's I don't know. It exists. It's it's not a 
It's, I didn't realize how long this movie was until I just looked at your computer screen and I saw 132 yeah. minutes. It felt long. Um, but anyway, besides – that's beside the point. Um, it's it's just kind of – I don't know. It's, it's With the exception of the race scenes, which are which are pretty well shot and, 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 and well uh, staged and choreographed and all that, I mean, there's some pretty impressive – I mean, and, and the audio in the race scenes is very impressive too. I was like, oh my god, I feel like I'm about to be in a crash or when crashes yeah. happen, you're like, whoa. Um, that's all very impressive. The rest of it's just kind of mediocre. Um, Aaron Paul's really good. I'm, I haven't watched a ton of Breaking Bad, so I don't have any sort of major affinity towards him, like maybe you guys do, perhaps. But I, I enjoyed him. Oh, I yeah. thought that he no, was maybe. he was better than everything else that was going on around him. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, so he kind of made everything else look worse than maybe it even was because he was he was really trying to bring it in a role that really didn't demand too much to be brought. Yeah. Um, I I appreciate. That they tried to establish a lot of these supporting characters, um, a lot of his crew. There's some interesting kind of quirks and stuff about them, and I, I think they're kind of cool. They kind of echo some of the Fast and the Furious uh, shenanigans, but I feel like a lot of the character stuff is feels forced in this, as opposed to it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't come naturally. And maybe that's just because that the other racing franchise has had seven movie or six movies to to yeah, build that. Yeah. Um, there wasn't much of that in Fast and Furious 1. No, you know? to be fair, there really wasn't. And um, if this winds up becoming any sort of franchise, maybe that will be uh, that will get better. Um, the only other thing I want to say real quick is Image of Poots is gorgeous, and I'm not sure who decided to cut her hair like that because it's really weird. Like, I, I don't know why, but, like, her haircut kept distracting yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. She's weird bangs in the yeah, front, and I didn't like really it. really disgusting. Somehow they, somehow they took she a really, like a really... poorly groomed dog i know <laughs> somehow somehow this this uh, i mean not her face but no hair. but like her hair is really like, it looked like a shitty it's wig awkward, yeah um it's so, like a, some sort of farm animal that you'd cut yeah you'd see, just like a sheep like that a needs possum to be, needs to or be something trimmed. it's a very i don't know but it's a very what? i know it's a very strange thing to say about the movie but it really distracted me it's no like, i agree her haircut was weird and like it looked gross and like like she had like Dread bangs or something. So red. Um, anyway, no, I didn't hate. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I can't even really say I liked it. I just it was. It exists. That's all it. Right. That's all I got. Nick, what'd you think of Need for Speed? I enjoyed it enough. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't dislike it. I had fun watching it for the most part. There were uh, there were a couple of beats here and there. I was kind of like, mm, all right, it's slowing down for a second. But I think I had fun watching it because. Aaron Paul played such... First of all, all right. The movie doesn't take place in any realm of reality whatsoever. (laughs) Nothing that happens in the movie makes any sense. Literally nothing. No. It's very... The reason I enjoyed it was because I felt like I was watching a video... A long video game cutscene. And if you go into it with that level of expectation that what you see is going to be so... So over the top and so cliche... You might enjoy it. Like, Aaron Paul plays the most earnest good guy. Like, every facet of... Since good, earnest. Of, of, good, of good guy you could have, he has. Where he's got, like, the father who was delinquent on payments, and now it's coming down on him, and the former partner who left and is successful, and the girl who ditched him for that partner. And, like, everything that can happen <laughs> to, a, to a good guy in a movie... Like, normally, a screener just pick one. And yeah. they're like, this is this guy's motivation. No, everything sucks for this That's character. True. That's true. So he, it's so hysterical, because you're like, oh, what? Life just shat down this kid's <laughs> neck so hard. 
And then the bad guy is so bad. He's so slimy. Yeah. Like, Dominic Cooper is so gross in this movie <laughs> and so annoying to even look at. You just want to knock his head around. He's right almost on. Langella. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he, yeah. he reaches totally. near Langella moments. And, like, with his dumb ankle boots with, like, Italian, like, heels and, like, his tight jeans and, like, quaff hair. It's just, like, everything about him is disgusting. He looks like he works for One Direction. Like, it's, <laughs> He's their agent. So these two characters are so hilariously over the top and dynamically opposed to each other that watching them interact is hilarious. And I feel like I'm doing the Tim version of this. Of no, this it's, right now. it's not a bad thing. And all the and all his crew are also so extreme in their personalities that it's hilarious. Like they're all like the screenwriters are like further. Like the director's <laughs> like go further, take it further. The whole thing is just hilariously over the top. So I was having fun watching it for that. I was like, you know what? They Screw didn't it. try to make it too serious. They 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 had some. They clearly had some fun with it. If you watch it in the mindset that it's a B movie, like imagine like Tim even said. It, it reminded him a little bit of Smoking the Bandit at times. Mm. There's even a Smoking the Bandit reference. It's got that kind of silliness to it. Um, and for that reason, I enjoyed it. Like, Michael Keaton is so hilarious. He's like, yeah. he's like uh, Arliss Howard's character in The Sandlot on speed. Like, <laughs> and meth at the same time. He's so <laughs> over the top. And Michael Keaton clearly is just like, I'm going to swing for the fences with this one. Well, yeah, he kind of, he almost he's reached He's like a reverse like, Langella. He's like a good guy version of Langella. Yes, yeah. And he, and he reached like those... <clears throat> Those amazing Michael Keaton levels that we that made people fall in love with him in the eighties. Oh, like, absolutely! <laughs> where he was just like, that, 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 yeah, yeah, and he's like licking his lips at weird times, and he's like, <sighs> covering his face. <laughs> oh my! Oh god! Here we go, guys! What do we got? Seriously, and it was just I had fun watching everybody in it because they were they were playing it like this was like Grand Theft Auto the movie. Like it was all the characters were just the dialogue is so hammy at some points and. And his uh, his boy uh, played by I forgot the name of the kid who's in the master. I was like, this guy's an awesome char- character because he's so he, over the top. And I kid uh, kid yeah. Cuddy did a really good job actually. I was like, I'm having fun watching it. Is like, that who he, the Apache uh, helicopter yeah, player was? That's oh, really? like, that's noted uh, hip hop artist. <laughs> Is it really? See, I don't know and, about uh, that. So. I was like, all right, he's got some. He's actually got some on screen charisma. He's fun to watch. He was yeah. fun. So overall, I mean, I for taking it for what it was, I had fun watching it. I would probably watch it again, honestly. Not in theaters, but like you know, on DVD eventually it comes out. I'd be like, yeah, why not? Like it's kind of like if I'm in the same mood that that strikes me when I want to watch like Fast and Furious or like Road Warrior. Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, totally. Well, it's better than Deep Blue Sea, I would say. The production <laughs> value is there. Deep Blue Sea's production value is terrible. Uh, I'll really briefly the everything involving the cars is really sweet. It all looks great, and I read that the the actors actually took stunt driving courses. That's and cool. the really impressive shot, in particular, but there's a few of them. There's one that's amazing where the camera just drift or the car drifts right up within inches of the camera, and Aaron Paul gets out and mm-hmm. like that was actually Aaron Paul doing that's that. amazing. Yeah. yeah, and this movie has more Detroit in it than all of both Robocop yes. movies combined. Absolutely, everything and that was <clears throat> awesome. Was like, I cool. couldn't. I had a smile on my face the whole time. Me too. I was like, I Me have wa- I have filmed in all of those same places, yeah. and it was really, really, really exciting to see like. Ever, places I've actually been, like that, numerous, that was numerous neat. times. That was neat. That yeah. was so cool. Yeah, and they actually got their Detroit like geography right, mm-hmm. and uh, so there, there's a level of authenticity to that that I was like, I, I got to hand it to this movie. They actually they didn't just four brothers it and be like it's in Detroit, and then you see signs <laughs> that say like French things on party shop doors because it's in BC somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, on the whole, I can't say it's a great movie, but I can say it's a really fun movie. Okay, and uh, it reminds me a lot of like a like a B movie version of like Twister, like with the camaraderie of all the guys and the way they're they're kind of always 
cross country like road tripping together and that kind of thing. It's a big budget B movie. Yeah. Yeah. And for you know, and I don't think there's enough of those necessarily. Sure. Like movies today either seem to be like they have to be amazing or they're just terrible. And this yeah. one kind of shot right down the middle and it knew what it was and I think that they ran with it and and I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm you know, if it doesn't at least break even, I'll be a little bummed out. Yeah. Hmm. But it doesn't need a sequel. If it did, would I go see it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Especially if Michael Keaton comes back. <laughs> yeah. He races this time? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Drives a tank. <laughs> yes. Runs over all the scenery that's left after he's done chewing it. <laughs> Chews it up, spits it out, and runs it over. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I think I had the highest hopes for this movie out of all of us that saw it. and Oh, definitely. I think I, I, I walked away somewhat disappointed just because I wanted it to be... I at least wanted somewhat of a coherent plot, and I didn't really get that. I wanted there to be some legitimate claim to, like, this is well done. And I feel like there are aspects of it that are really, really well done. I think shot pretty well, although, as I said a few times when we walked out of the theater, I feel as though this movie misses the language of uh, filming street races, which is something that you can see from the very beginning of Fast and Furious. Like, there were several times during the during the race scenes where I didn't know who was in which car. Mm, I see what you're saying. Until, like, ten minutes in. I think I think the early races, that, like you said, like the street race scenes, are, are, are much less impressive than the once they get out on the open road yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I would say, I would agree. Well, and there's less, there's kind of less people to even know. Like, at least with, with the final race, you know who's in each car because you know, like, that's a pretty big plot point. But mm-hmm. earlier on, like, I, I don't even know if there are many shots that are just, like, wide shots of Aaron Paul in the car that he drives in the first mm-hmm. race. So I never even really, like, realized. The driving sequences in this movie are interesting because there's a lot of first person. Which yeah. definitely was a nod to the video game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. I don't know if I would say it's even good or bad. It was just, it was different. All of doom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I feel like it kind of missed the mark in some of the, 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 the filming of the races, but um, I did like the crew that he has quite a bit. Like you guys have said, I feel as though if they were to continue down that road, I would like to see the crew fleshed out even more and have everybody have, you know, even more to do with it. Uh, it'd be funny if like... Uh, Maverick ended up in like the Fast and Furious franchise somehow. Like James, James Wan was like, "Hey, come over here." But uh, he was a fun character. Yeah, that was cool. Um, they, they had they had very good natural banter that made yeah. them feel like they've been buds for yeah a long time. No, they, yeah. they did. They did. There's there's a chemistry with all four or five of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was very twistery. Again, the, I just want to watch Twister now. Like, really, <laughs> I wanted to since Philip Seymour. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yep. Moving on. Uh, I, I feel like the movie's way too long at two hours and 10 minutes. I feel like it could have been cut down significantly. And, uh, I don't know where though. That's the thing. uh, Yeah. I'm not entirely sure where, but I feel as though there are points where, where it either slows down or at least like (laughs) there's so many confounding variables being thrown at the, the, uh, I don't even know if the, if the story even necessarily needed to take place across the whole country. Like, I feel it was like cool. They, it was cool, but I feel like they made some choices that were like. Well, the structure is weird because if if you were gonna try to define where the first, second, and third acts are, it's like this movie is like. <laughs> I think this first yeah. act 
huge second act yeah. and then tiny tiny like coda of a third act like, yeah I, well i almost feel like it's more of like a five act movie <laughs> yeah the there's like yeah. a there's like a prologue and then a first act Absolutely. and then a, and then a second act and then a third but the prologue is 30 minutes long well yeah. spirit 2 is a lot of films would use the opening the first act of the movie they would use that in flashbacks i feel like that like I, to me like i feel like a lot of filmmakers would have said like no we're going to tell this part of the story through flashbacks so you can understand why during this character during the country right yeah 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 you know i almost kind of liked that they didn't though it felt yeah, it was different, different. it yeah. was different and i mean maybe that may i don't know i i, I would it, like to see what that would be like if they had done that the other way yeah, too yeah to maybe kind of cover Just more curious. time like in the journey over there i don't know i would have been but. curious to see that to see okay like start off with these characters on the road across the country to get to this you know or start this, with like open the movie with him getting released from prison type thing. sure yeah. yeah there's probably a million movies that have started that way though i guess yeah that's true. it would be a little cliche but to be fair i mean this movie's full of but it. it's also weird because that also gives it this kind of delayed start because the well it's weird is... too because there there's some there's a couple times this movie where they like like just skip yeah like there's an there's a whole there's not even a montage several times when there should be and suddenly yeah. like the next scene they're like huh? and you're like well, uh, oh like even out loud in the theater i was like well that's done like there's something that just happens and it happens a couple times in the movie like the cro- the actual driving cross country they skip a huge chunk of like the middle oh, totally bo- mm-hmm. i mean it's the middle boring part of the country no offense to people in yeah. nebraska or iowa but <laughs> What are we going to see? Like a car going 150 miles an hour through corn? Like that's, that'd, I mean, be, that'd be it's, it's that'd fair. be one nice shot, and yeah. then yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, that and then things like like the you know spoiler alert, he's in prison at one point in this movie. We already said that, so. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's just like, hey, I was prison. And they're like, like he's like, he's like oh, <laughs> yeah. oh man, I'm going to go to prison. Oh hey, how was prison? Like that's it. Like there's no like. I'm not going to lie though. That that's a good way to keep my attention. Yeah. Because I'm going to hit the snooze button as soon as. I, I Here see he is things dealing like with that. Sure, life. sure. Right. It's it's. I was. It was just strange to me. Like there was. It felt so. Like you said, it felt like there were scenes where it was just like, oh wow, okay, we're here now. Okay. Uh-huh. Let me yeah. let me my mind like adjust to the fact that we're. You wonder if you blacked out for a second. Yeah. yeah. Time, I, you time traveled. Did I fall asleep? <laughs> what happened? Um. It's definitely weirdly structured. Yeah. That's it's a for weirdly sure. structured movie. And I feel like maybe if they could have structured it a little bit more strategically, then the runtime wouldn't be as much of a hurdle. It wouldn't maybe. it wouldn't feel as overly long if the structure That's was. That's the weird more thing is I didn't particularly feel it. It didn't feel long to me. I think I checked my phone for the time like three times. And I, I, I did check I did check all. mine once and I, I usually I usually <clears> don't try not to do that. But yeah. I did check it once because I was like wow, this is I like I feel like I've been in this seat for a while. I don't know. Like yeah. I and I think it was during the Towards the the end of the road trips part of the okay. and I was like, "Good God, we still have to have a race! Like, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. We still need <laughs> and it's a... interesting because the big the big final the big final confrontation the final battle is not very long. No, like, it's a pretty brief part of the movie. So it's. Mm-hmm. I wonder though if it echoes Michael Keaton's line at one point in the movie. He goes, he says something about early in his opening scene, like the Sandlot. He <laughs> says something so, about. It's not the destination so much as how you got there because he he's talking about it in uh, yeah. his big cross country mm. thing. Yeah. Uh totally. No, totally. <laughs> no, I like it. Um. Yeah. I don't know. There's not a whole lot more that I want to say. I think Aaron Paul deserves better. I'd be very sad if he doesn't get another chance at something like bigger blockbuster. I think he will. I hope so. Would you say this wasn't the right vehicle for him? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, he was good in it. He was good. He and fit, I, the, and he I fit think, the role really well. Yeah, and guys, I, think, I just really wanted to I, say, okay, okay, all right. Uh, you, if you if you have a, a protagonist who is who is supposed to be this good of a good guy, you need an actor who can convey that. Yeah, and he was a great casting choice. Like if mm-hmm. you had put 
no offense to Taylor, but if you had put like Taylor Kitchen in this movie, which I think he was actually rumored yeah. for the lead role, he just doesn't bring that like he doesn't have that <laughs> that earnest good guy. You haven't watched enough Friday Night Lights, my friend. <laughs> No, I mean Aaron Paul's such a <laughs> no, no, no. I know his look. He's just so he just looks like a kid you grew up. with. Taylor Kitsch would have to work harder to attain that. Taylor Kitsch still feels like a little bit of a bad boy. Yes, even if he has. Well, the... and Aaron Paul just has that. I mean, part of it has to do with his celebrity and his personality in real life that he's such a nice, generous guy. But he just has that look. He's got that nice, like blue-eyed. He's got a little tiny belly and like his white. <laughs> t-shirt like he just is a very He's average a looking guy yeah. yeah he looks like he'd sit down and, and drink a six-pack with you taylor kitsch is like nah bro i gotta go to the gym and like, <laughs> protein up can't have any of that like aaron paul looks like you, you knew it. he's a kid you went to like middle school with <laughs> so it's good casting it's on fire tonight that's all i'm gonna say all right um i think i'm, I'm do... so exhausted <laughs> just pushing my personality to, to the brink i think we'll do a few minutes of spoilers here so if you do not want any spoilers for need for speed tune out right now i'll give you five seconds Five, four, three, two, one. Everybody dies. I'm just kidding. Spoiler Terry. <laughs> Spoiler Terry for It Need ends for Speed. Planet of the Apes style. Yeah. <laughs> Statue um, of Liberty on Beach. This isn't really a spoiler. This isn't really a spoiler, but I know Tim would be remiss if I didn't bring up the part of the movie that I just straight up laughed out loud, which is when they talked across cars somehow between Pete and and yeah. uh, Toby in that race where Pete dies. Thanks, little buddy. Thanks, little buddy. He's like, no problem, bro. Or yeah, 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 like yeah, that. I was like, oh my god. That's... What? <laughs> and speaking of Pete, like, oh but my Pete, god. Pete was clearly a clairvoyant, so I don't know. Maybe they. I'm maybe glad he Pete exploded. He like, just was... <laughs> he seriously stepped off. Uh, one, I'm gonna I'm gonna bust out One Direction again, but he seriously like was oh, yeah. was like one of the last people in line to make that boy band. Like <laughs> that he's he's so hilariously out of place with all of them and there's not enough backstory given as to why he would be hanging with these people to where I just, like they, I can't mm, believe him as 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 a, as a anybody even remotely interested in street racing I'm sorry I just okay. don't I don't get, buy it. I, f- I feel him as the little bro of the group which yeah, is, which, I is, see that. which is great yeah. but but he doesn't they did nothing to make him look anything other they, they than like, sir, yeah. like he's been modeling for Gap for the last. I was gonna say they they grabbed a big stack of old Navy catalogs <laughs> and conjured him up. That kid, yep. yeah, no, and so the actor was fine, and 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 I felt bad when he. I mean, I did feel bad when he blew up. His I, death you scene know. was spectacular. I yeah. was like, yeah. "Whoa, yeah. that's one of the better." Fuck. This movie is taking itself I was really like, seriously. That kid right now. is crispy. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> he f- he's f- done. Yeah, he's done. And Aaron Paul's reaction was so legit. I was like, Ooh. Yeah. like I, I felt a little sad. I was like, "Wow, Aaron." Paul. He's had enough practice at crying. Yeah, absolutely. that's one of those moments where I was like, "Man, he's he's like bringing it in something that and doesn't." It was so cold. Yeah. Dominic Cooper to be like, "I'm out." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I win. Yeah, Dominic Cooper's like, I don't care that that's my fiance's little brother <laughs> that I just I murdered. What a bad guy! Ooh, this is what I got to talk about. Dakota Fanning. What? Or is that her name? Imogen Poots. No, the other one. Um, no, 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 no. Dakota. Uh, her name is Dakota. <laughs> what movie? Did oh, you see? Dakota Johnson. Dakota yes. Johnson. Okay. Okay. Oh. What? <laughs> That's the prize girl from this town that everyone's <laughs> fighting over? <laughs> Ew. Oh, and she's she's like the she's supposed to be the sex pot from Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> oh, I didn't I was right. <laughs> that girl? <laughs> oh man. Between between uh between Imogen Poots' hair and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was I like, who's this dog? And, like, where's the girl that Aaron <laughs> Paul's actually... Jesus. I'm sorry, man, but he... 
The There's... views of Nick Blavel do not reflect the views of the Midwest <laughs> Film Nerds. <laughs> I'm stewed. It's not even... She no. had I mean, she, the first scene oh, where yeah. she showed up and gets out of the car and comes walking and is like, oh no, so and so here. I'm like, oh, here's the girl that the mm-hmm. one that got away. And she walks up looking just frumpy as shit and like these nasty they, cowboy they, boots and this dirt and she has no makeup on. She just looks like she rolled out of bed. To, and I to was be like, fair, I don't think weird. I don't think the I don't think there's anything wrong with the actress. I think it's I I think it's another one where she just she didn't come off as like hanging out with Dominic Cooper, who's like this super suave Ex- like she looked better later in the movie. Like when she was at the office, and like she actually like, but she didn't come. I feel off like, I feel like Will Smith like, and like Men in Black. I'm gonna go out, you know, go to Bloomingdale's, maybe get yourself some dresses, <laughs> get yourself a facial. Like in her first scene, I was like, "What? <laughs> like this is weird." It, yeah, you Willie Willie phrased it much better. Like, and he he said what I'm thinking. Like, this is a girl who's been hanging out like in the city. She's a big city girl now with Dominic Cooper. Like, right. She didn't come off as somebody. If you had dressed her up as, as someone like, who looked almost uncomfortable in like her clothes, and like she, and then by the end of the movie, maybe had reverted back to like country type appearance, that would have been fine. But that first scene, I was like, I was flummoxed. <laughs> I was like, this is so weird. It's not what you expected from the girl that everybody wanted to. No, and Imogen yeah. Poots is like really pretty, but she's not overly sexed up. No, she no, just looks good. I'm like, okay, like I see person. the appeal yeah. of her. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I buy her as, like, a girl I would even see, like, around in the Detroit area as, like, aside from the accent, but uh, just, like, oh, wow, there's a really pretty girl sure. who's got, like, an offbeat fashion sense, but, man, Dakota Johnson looked brutal at the beginning of that movie. <laughs> brutal. Um, <laughs> I, uh... And that bothered me throughout the movie. I was like, this is... What is Dominic Cooper's game? What is his angle here? Like, this is weird. Um... W- my biggest issue with most of the movie was the complete lack of consequences for anything. <clears throat> the uh, Aaron Paul borrows the car from the guy. The car explodes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, or not explodes, but flips over. And then he wins the De Leon, but all the other cars exploded too. So what does he really win from the race? And yeah, because he, he wouldn't win any of the cars because they I don't, don't exist Yeah, like are those anymore. worth anything anymore? I don't know. And then on top of that, like, <laughs> did uh, was there any closure? With Did we see... Uh, Anita Dakota Johnson's character, like any closure with her? No, no. With, with she her... vanishes after the the bridge scene. Yeah, because yeah. clearly, ring. clearly, she learns that that Dominic Cooper killed her brother. Yeah, she was the one that pointed Aaron Paul in the direction of the to, yeah the... to give it to right. give him the car. So I I wish that there was a little bit more of a stated like, you know, yeah, because she's clearly her character's clearly kind of cast aside and they make such a big deal about them having a history that you yeah. would think he would, there would be some sort of, it's I mean, obviously strange. he's moved on a little bit. But like, yeah, like but. having, having both Imogen Poots and her in the story makes it a really strange, you're not sure where it's going for a while. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, nothing in this movie makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. It's so it's far true. removed from reality. It's true. It's hilarious. I think in essence, and honestly, in in almost every aspect, like I said, with the exception of of most of the car scene, the, the chase scenes and stuff, this movie just feels like it's it's a movie that was like on the on the cusp of being something very special. I don't think it's anything special. I like I, I feel like one or two more drafts of the script, a little more time polishing the small details of things, and it really could have might have been like. Wow, this is like Fast and the Furious. That's being it could rival as a new could, car franchise. Absolutely, yeah. but it maybe even maybe even be, and I hate to do this, but be like the Dark Knight of racing movies, which is silly sounding, but but elevate the genre because to of like the revenge story. Yeah, and, yeah, make it more. And Fast I feel and like, Furious did that better though. I think 
It did. It did it, it, did it on its I own. We'll see if the new one. But does. I think this one really could have like like raised the bar for. I feel like they at least kind of paid attention to the Fast and the Furious in the sense that they really wanted to establish the group. But they didn't. Uh, yeah, there were clearly some influences. Yeah, yeah, and it'd be hard. The, the, not the to kind be. of heist, almost mentality, the way they each have their own role in the crew. And yeah, yeah, it'd be hard. I mean, you could, you can't. I don't think you're going to be able to make a, a racing movie without thinking of that franchise. Oh I mean, yeah, you know, it's impossible. That's, but I don't know. I feel like it's a movie that could, and maybe if they are able to get a sequel, they can do this. I mean, it's not like the Fast franchise was perfect from this. It's not like it is perfect, yeah. but it, you know. Um, but I think it's. It's a little disappointing for me. It feels like it's 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 a f- the first draft of a script, you know what I mean? And it feels mm-hmm. like it's the it's the there are a lot of decisions made that maybe could have they could have taken more time to yeah to to work on. But I I didn't hate it. I by, by no means I hate it. I just feel very kind of lukewarm on it. I yeah, guess. That's, my, that's basically I how I, I walked away. I had enough fun with it. I think at this point, I'd, I would probably watch this movie sooner than like a GI Joe two kind yeah. of thing. Like it felt tighter than that in sure. terms of. Yeah, I agree. The script, the script has some weakness, but the production was really strong. The actors all seemed to like get it, and they all kind of had their moment in the spotlight. That was kind of fun. Yeah. I'd be curious to see if they made a sequel, and what you know how they could raise the stakes, like to have like an actual cross country race, like yeah. start in like California and end in like a Detroit or Cannonball Run, East Coast. basically. Yeah. That That'd could be, be cool. really, yeah, really, be neat. really neat. I know what could be cut. I just thought of it. The whole weird, awkward scene where he gets naked and walks through his job. Why did that happen? Yeah, at that point in, during yeah. the movie, I leaned over to Alex and I was like, I'm curious to see what the deleted scenes of this yeah. movie are. Cause, yeah, yeah that, was, that was weirdly unnecessary. It but goes by, on but, for a by while. By the time it was reaching its end, I was like, whatever. This, there, is, this is so goofy. I, yeah. wish, I wish Tim was here because there were multiple times where I leaned over to him and I was like, what's happening? <laughs> I really like. Yeah, there the were part. honestly like four times where I was like, I don't know. Don't a tiny, tiny uh, thing that kind of has to go along with that, though. I did like how they brought each team member back into the fold, and I really liked his segment in particular. How he was kind of the the body logistics expert, the guy who kind of probably did most of the actual car building and tuning. Yeah. Oh, he was the one in the opening scene who was like, "Give it four turn, no two. Yeah. And the other guy was like, "Make up your mind," and he's like, "Uh." Like I liked how they did that, how they integrated the eye, the the FaceTime, and yeah. so he could watch it, and he immediately was like, "The you know, these are your yeah. issues." Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Part of the reason the Detroit segment was like the best part of the movie, not only because it was in Detroit, which was awesome, but yeah. that was cool. It was cool how uh, that's how they got all their footage and then uploaded it to Michael Keaton so he could yeah. say, "Oh, guys, I got I got some trolls here. Give me some information." <laughs> yeah. It was Cretans. a car that shouldn't exist. He was so into it; it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 was neat though. How each team member and then Bro drove like a sweet monster pickup truck full, filled yeah. with gas. Like yeah. that was that was a cool scene too, filling up on the fly. Yeah, there's some neat. Stuff. There were things about it that were neat. Yeah. All right. I liked it better than I expected to, but I think I went in with pretty low basement mm-hmm. expectations. Yeah. Uh, TLDR: Michael Keaton. Awesome. That's about it. The monarch. Um. <laughs> yeah. So that's about it. Uh, next week, we're going to do the Grand Budapest Hotel. We're running a little long here, but we were short the week before, or two weeks ago, and you didn't get an episode last week, so deal with it. You can feel free to cut out my rant against Dakota Johnson. No, I, whatever. It's in there. That'll save you two minutes, probably. <laughs> it's like the scene in the movie with the naked yeah, guy. Yeah, basically. It's not, it's not going to cut I'm that, that guy, and that was my Dakota Johnson. <laughs> it won't get us back towards the uh, the hour, the hour. so that's all right. Um, yeah. So, Grand Budapest Hotel next week, week after that, I think is Cap. Yes. I think. Sounds right. What? 
Yeah, probably. No, 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 no. There's one more week in there. I apologize, everybody. The Raid 2. It's either going to be the Raid 2 or Noah. Probably the Raid 2 right. because Tim's uh, it's because one Tim. of Tim. We, yes, can, we can see Tim. Noah as well if we have time and talk about it for 10 minutes. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I think um, it's going to be worth talking about. Yeah, I, I definitely want to see it. It's Aronofsky, so there's no reason not to go Russell see it. Crow. But, um, Jennifer Conley coming out of hiding. <laughs> yeah. Where's she been? Emerging. Yeah. <laughs> From the labyrinth. <laughs> she was caught up in the bully ball yeah she got stuck under it she had a, and the nightmare that won't end the nightmare that won't end the creature that won't die oh boy alright anyway uh, feedback at midwestfilmnerds.com let us know what you thought let us know what you think of tagline takedown if it's I, people have told us that it's fun Nick listened to it and he thought it was fun and so I just I don't know if there's a fair amount of silence in there and bumbling. So if it's not that good for, you know, audio podcasts, then let us know. And we can, we want to try some new games too. If you have any suggestions for games, that would be good as well. If we could get enough people interested, it would be really fun to do like a Skype, like video tagline takedown where if, if there are like, say at least five listeners Other that want to, that want to jump in and try to stump us and cool. all three of us work together to mm. try to beat them. I think that would be really That'd be fun. Very cool. That'd be very fun. Yeah, we should put some names to some faces. Yeah, if you, if you guys want to challenge us and t- challenge Nick and Willie and, t- and Tim <laughs> and Alex and speaking, yeah, challenge us. Yeah. It's not much of a challenge. It is for me, not for you. Mister um, Faxtastic, <laughs> Fan Cactus. <laughs> All right, this episode's been going on too long. Uh, thanks, Aunt Miss John, for music and artwork. And uh, yeah, Alex, why go watch a movie?